0: Hey Church, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to my 7-Minute Almost Daily Podcast where we're just trying to adapt to the cultural changes that we find ourselves in. The stuff the pandemic has pushed upon us, pretty much unavoidable. But we're leaning in, trying to figure out how to get better. We call it ReChurch. So I flip my shirt right side out after it comes out of the dryer, only to discover that it's inside out when I'm done. So it was actually right side out to start with, and I accidentally turned it inside out. And uh, this is when I realized i have been spending too much time on the computer. All I could think of was Control-Z to reverse my mistake. It didn't cross my mind to just flip the shirt back. <laughs> It took me a second to realize I was on my own. I'm guessing by the time we get to Thursday of this week, we're going to wish we could control Z ourselves back to somewhere. It's going to be a crazy week. You know that, right? It's going to be a crazy election week, and I want to try to help you get through it. I've got a number of things that I think might be helpful, five to be exact, but let me start here. What... What has happened to us? What, 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 what is it that's gotten us so sideways, so upside down, so divided with one another? What have the pandemic... Let's, we got to think about that. What have the pandemic and this current election cycle done to us? Is it possible that a lot of what we're enduring socially... The election and the pandemic haven't actually created it. They've only exposed it. Is it possible that many hearts among us Americans are lost, confused, neglected, anxious? All the sorts of things that the soul is apart from God. And these difficulties have not created it. They've just exposed it. I've got uh, a number of family and friends that have endured something far more, far worse than any election unrest or pandemic threat. They've been given life-threatening medical diagnosis. And all three, the ones that I'm thinking of in particular are followers of Jesus, that they're adopted children of God who trust the sovereignty of their father in heaven. So although the diagnosis was a massive kick in the kidney that knocked them back, dazed them for at least a few days, what it exposed in their heart was faith and trust and peace and confidence and courage, they experience all the emotions that you would expect them to face in the midst of trial like that. But for each one of them, there's something in their soul that is almost palpably real, and it's been exposed by the devastating news that they've gotten, the devastating reality of their life, and what's there at the core was and is peace and grace. True grace and true peace. Some of the most devastating news you could possibly get comes upon them and doesn't create this unescapable confusion and and depression and... Um, you know, get, get, uh, a, a sense of giving up. No, there's something deeply there that, that God has blessed them with. You either have that or you don't. You've either received it for God, from God or you haven't. And only time and, in many cases, catastrophe will prove whether it's there or not. This election cycle and the pandemic, of course, have brought about significant trouble, pain, even death, but they have also shed light on the souls of America and really every other nation and society. And we're showing many signs of a soul that suffers from shame and guilt and self-centeredness and hostility and fear and anxiety and meaninglessness, Everything you would expect to be in a heart that's apart from its creator. We can't afford to be surprised, church, when we see what we see. We can't be ignorant about the underlying cause of what we see. It is the unavoidable reality of a heart that has not been regenerated. It's not been reconciled to God. It's a soul apart from God that's afraid, scared, self-protective, prideful, you name it. If you're familiar with the movie Gladiator, you'll be familiar with the creed, the profession that the soldiers would say to one another, strength and honor, strength and honor. The apostle Paul had something along those lines. He started virtually every letter with it. He said, grace and peace. But he he didn't just leave it there. It wasn't just like sort of this strength and honor, grace and peace, hope you have it. He said, grace and peace to you from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Right? As believers, we have it when we have it because we get it from God in Christ. We need to take the steps necessary to lead people to God in these crazy times and more particularly to lead them to the mercy of God and the peace that comes from God. And maybe even more particularly in these times in order to bring that about, to lead other people there We've got to be there ourselves. Tomorrow I'm going to be five ways to do that. Let's go, church. We all work to do.